Welcome to Your Work, Your Way. This is the podcast where you learn to get in touch with your inner CEO with soul. Learn to take charge of your career. Learn to show up with confidence in a way that is aligned with who you really are. I'm your host, Lisa Filia, Masters in Psychology, Certified Life Coach, Expert Career Confidence Coach, and Founder of Believe C. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast today. I am so excited because we have a special guest. I'll let her introduce herself in a moment, but I think you're going to love this episode because we're going to talk about coaching from a spiritual place. We're going to talk about ways to bring your intuition in, how coaching brings insights and different ways for you to connect back to yourself and some of the results that you can get from that. So without further ado, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. My name is Adriana Correa, and I am the founder of Spectral Win 102. It's a brave space for empowerment, for nourishment, and for self-love. I use the human design as a blueprint to bring my clients to rediscover themselves, see themselves in a different uh, light of empowered beings along with Reiki and chakra alignment. Those are my my go-to tools. And now uh, the soul activation framework. Yes, I love it. And what I love uh, too, so part of the certification for, for all of you listening, Adriana went through the soul activation coach certification uh, in the past spring. And as a part of that, we talk about how to reconnect to your soul and how to use that to guide your actions, to get your ego on board and to move forward in that way. And one thing I loved about listening and watching Adriana and her sessions, because part of it is submitting sessions for feedback, is she would always incorporate all these different aspects from her background as well. So she was really finding a way to expand upon the tools and use them for herself. Uh, would you Would you want to share what that experience was like for you to bring all these different pieces together? Yes, definitely. So my whole current um, service to the community spawns from my divorce. I go into a deep circle and I use spiritual tools to help me get out of it. So I use meditation and learner abundance and Reiki. And with that, I, and more other things, I learned that we can, we are the medicine, we can heal each other, right? We can heal ourselves first. And once I was in a position to help others, I got this calling to, okay, I did the work for me. I love teaching. I can be a guide to others that are ready to take the plunge to rediscover themselves, to learn these tools, right? And Aloka, I love learning so many things. So I have little bits for everything. Like somebody talks to me and I'm like, I got it. You know, you can do this path or, or, I got this meditation. So that's why uh, I loved sharing it with my friends. And now it just came this passion to not only help my family, but also my community where I'm at. And when the uh, program came about, it was March, February timeframe of this year. Um, I came from a, a energy worker background where we have one-on-one sessions and I could feel how the people were receiving it. They were doing great, but 
you always want to work more time with them because you know you can you can help them and that's how I felt and this activation soul activation framework it just spoke to me you know you're talking about connection you're talking about soul bringing them together listening to your intuition and I was just like yes this is it this is what I I love to have a, a more fluid way to converse with my clients and help them see this power within them and that's what brought me to join your your soul activation certification. I love that. And I love the ways there's so many ways for us to speak to ourselves and to connect to ourselves. And so having a plethora of tools to draw from helps for whatever experience the client's going through. You have all these different ways you can find uh hope for them or help them to access themselves because I know some of us are more in our head, some more in our body, some more in the emotional aspect and some are all about the actions, but we want to weave them all together. And so I love the way in which you've, you've brought all your different components together. Yes, definitely. Because each one of us is a universe. And even though we have a lot of similarities, we don't all respond the same to the same tools and techniques. So being able to pick the ones that are best for you as, as uh, one of my, my gifts. Okay, I'm stopping myself from actively jotting down these quotes that you're just throwing out here right now because I don't want it to mess up the audio. (laughs) But the way you speak, we're each our own universe. And then earlier you said something about uh, being our own medicine. It's something we can lose. We we can just lose sight of. Not that we we lose that in itself, but we lose sight of it. And I I know you mentioned before about a divorce and some of the transformations that that led for you. I've shared on this podcast in the past about my own issues with sleep and anxiety and the coaching industry at large and these things that feel and truly are dark in that moment from how we're perceiving them can lead to so much light. So what would you offer to anyone who maybe who's not on the other side of it yet? Honor the journey, honor your process, wanting it to make it go away doesn't make it any faster and doesn't make it any easier because I was there. I was trying to push and resist the change. But the minute I accepted that this was the lesson that the universe was bringing me at this particular point in time, and I'm getting chills, that's when the universe is like, up, she's ready. Let's go. Mm. So what does that acceptance process look like? Oh, First, you got to understand where you're coming from, right? And that's where coaching helps or serves us, that we just are in a society that just taught us to get up and go about our business. And we're actually reclaiming, remembering that, no, we got to take a time for ourselves. We got to get to know ourselves first in the means of whatever that looks like to you, prayer, meditation, quiet time. So you know, why are you bringing into the world? Um, in part of this decolonial alchemy container with Dr. Rosales. And she reminded us yesterday we had a meeting. It's also so synchronous that we got to be okay. We got to be good with ourselves. We got to be in integrity with our relationship with ourselves to know what we're bringing to the world. And so self-acceptance starts with awareness of who you are and where you are. Mm. Yeah. So you had your experiences, you had to help yourself to let go, to accept, to be aware in that. And you went through your journey. And then in the spring, you said you, you joined the soul activation coach certification. Share a little bit more about what, what made you decide to move forward with that? 
uh, really was the the key words that you were using when when I read your um, your Instagram post. I think it was on Instagram. It was like yes, something spoke to my soul literally and I'm an intuitive person and my spirit is like yes this is the way to go and I've learned to listen to my intuition intuition and um it was a it was a yes from the beginning I had no doubt about it and I was so glad that I did it Mm. and it was so good having you in that program you offered so much perspective and insight as well so thank you for being there and for those listening I I just feel like past me would get it like a tinge of of longing to know what, what do you mean here? Your soul? What is, what do you, what do you even mean by that? How did you know it was a yes? So for those who are feeling out of touch with their own intuition and don't even know how to hear it, what, what would you say to them? Well, every, it's like a muscle. You got to build your intuition up and it starts with small beliefs, small steps. And I like to play this game and when I have to go grocery shopping or I'm, I'm about out and about my on my day, I ask my intuition, okay, what store should I go to? And I listen to it and I just drive. And most of the time I ended up finding something or finding somebody that had I not been there, I could have not made that connection. Or maybe it was an item for dinner that I decided to make. So I usually just go to the grocery store and I ended up picking an item that I decide to cook later on for dinner. Or I end up meeting with somebody that I wouldn't expect or, you know, having an interaction or a connection that had I not been at that store at that precise moment, I would have completely lost it. So the more I do that, the more I'm able to just grow the muscle in the low low risk impact decisions to then go to the bigger ones of what should I do or or uh, what's next. And then I've also learned to use that through traveling. When I've been traveling solo, I just go out there, no itinerary, have a loose idea of what the city is like, what should I do? And I listen to my intuition and nine times out of 10, it's a great experience. <laughs> yes. So for anyone listening to this right now, what I'd offer to you is I'm working with clients who want help with their career or who are coaches and they want help with their business. And so they're asking these really big questions like, what should my next job be? Or what should my niche be in my coaching business? And these questions are so big. It's not the place to start when you're building the skill of intuition. It's like if a rock climber started by climbing Mount Everest, <laughs> they wouldn't probably make it. You, you need some baby steps. Yeah. And so I love that you call that out and the different ways that you've done that for yourself. And I think anyone listening can, can take from that and learn from that too. So then when you think about the soul activation framework from the certification, what, what has it done for you when working with your clients? Do you have any client ahas that you'd be open to sharing based on it? Well, I always start with the self because self-awareness brings change. If I want to change the world, I got to change myself, right? That's my my motto. That's, that's how I go about life. And I remember midway through the program, I had like a mini emotional discussion and I was able to use the framework within myself. And I remember I submitted, I wrote it all down and I'm like, I think it's this, this and this. And you were able to pinpoint Yes, you're on the right track. So when I saw what it did for me in the, the present moment, because I used to be a person that a conflict will happen five days later, two weeks later, was able to analyze it. But when I was able to pinpoint to what was really the root cause of that conflict, 
it was so liberating. The amount of energy, I'm getting chills again, the amount of energy that I saved going about redundantly overthinking about this conflict was nipped, not cut into not even a quarter because I saw myself from, oh, it comes from this perspective, from this value. This is what my ego is trying to tell me. And then I was able to bring the soul. So that's how it helped me. And then it was that big aha moment for me that I'm like, oh, I would love to bring this to my clients because I want them to have those aha moments for themselves. Again, coming from the background that we are our own medicine. We're not telling you what to do. We're not giving you the answers. All the answers are within you. We're just creating a quieter space so you can listen to them. Yes. Yeah. And so for those who may not know the soul activation framework, a key component of it is that your behaviors are driven by your values and the values are deeper than just what you're thinking in that moment. They come down to the core essence of what you feel is missing or you're wanting in order to be successful and have success. And so we, we want to help ourselves understand what is it I feel that I'm missing? What is it that my ego is desiring that it's not yet getting? And it shows us how to use our own values system and our own ego to help us forward as opposed to holding us back, as opposed to keeping us stuck or small. And I remember the submission that, that you're, you're referencing here. And it was really powerful hearing you describe the way you used it to coach yourself. And I love that you say, start with yourself first, because how can we possibly know how to help our clients if we're not willing to go there too? And I think that's what makes coaches so powerful or not powerful is their willingness to be vulnerable with themselves. Because everything we see in someone else, we've been there before. And I often think as a coach, I'm getting coached by my clients who I'm coaching. Like they don't maybe know it. And that's not the direct conversation we're having, but that's what results. I, sh I shift from it as well. All right. Is this synergy that we create on, in these interactions? It's like they're uncovering themselves and we're learning as well. I love that aspect of coaching as well. Mm, I love that. Okay. So we spoke a bit about how you connect to your intuition. How do you guide your clients when you're in sessions with them uh, in in terms of connecting back to themselves? Well, it's very interesting because I've always been told that I ask too many questions. So I just I just like to get the full story and um, realizing that a lot of my clients only have a platform to talk about themselves, uh, just giving them that not judgmental, compassion, accepting space for them to just share their feelings and, you know, reminding them, hey, this is a safe, brave space and you can tell me anything that you need. And by asking the, the, the right questions, we're able to determine, okay, let's go in deeper. Why is this really bothering you? What's going on with this? Yeah. I've had people resist getting a coach because they feel like since they should have the answers within, why should I need you to help me get there? What, what would you say to someone who maybe comes with that perspective? It's very interesting because, yeah, at some point we want to be empowered enough to be able to discern and have the own, our own answers from the get-go. But when you're first starting, uh, there's this thing called receiving, and it's from the feminine energy. 
And everything is a balance. We both, we all have feminine and masculine energy with it. And if you're not able to receive help, then there's a signal in there of like, hey, what's going on? Why I am not feeling safe enough or vulnerable enough to receive help. So in my journey as well, I was one of those people that I'm like, no, I got to do it alone. I'll figure it out. I'll do all the research. But I came to the position where there's points in my life where I cannot do it alone. And that is both vulnerability and strength. And it makes me think about the fact that we aren't in our own world by ourselves. We're here with other people. And so sometimes the best way for us to hear ourselves is to have a conversation with another. Because if if we're unable to listen, sometimes it being reflected through the voice of a coach, not telling you what to do, but offering questions to help you tell yourself what to do. It can get to you in a way that just being stuck in your own head doesn't always allow for. That's so true because we tell, we come up with our own stories and we keep retelling them the same way. And when you have somebody else kind of stop you and gently question you, was that really so? Or can we see it from this perspective? That's just a mind flip right there. And again, it serves so much with stopping the overthinking and the downward spiraling and it's like hold on there's more perspectives than mine let's go ahead and check them out and that's what I love about the coaching approach yeah okay so you've shared about intuition and about some of your own experiences is there anything else you'd like to say around how the coach certification impacted you or your business to me, again, it's the self-awareness that I can bring and my intrapersonal relationships, you know, being able to pinpoint where other people are coming from um, also helps with the communication. So in a personal level, the framework helped me have a better communication intra-relationship-wise with my family and with my friends, because now I'm able to pinpoint to their values, where they're coming from, from a place of compassion rather than to being reactive. And so at a personal level, that was huge. And also uh, with with clients, again, helping them have that conversation uh, in a more positive light rather than down on themselves, having them say, hey, it comes, it may come from this. And that's where they get the aha moments, you know, when we go in deeper into the stories that they're telling themselves and we can pinpoint, hey, yes, this is what's going on. And they can create an approach to course correct or keep going. Do you notice any common patterns specific to your clients that you're helping them through? Uh, yes. Usually my my focus is uh, women and mostly mothers. And so the ability to put themselves first in certain parts of their day or their journey. So reclaiming that alone time, uh, that's one of the things that I would say and where it comes from, you know, because we usually... Um, they're Hispanic from the Hispanic culture. So we're told that we have to give everything for our family. Family comes first, children come first. So that intergenerational trauma coming up, it's 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 what we it's been popping up a lot and we've been healing. Mm. Would you be open to sharing more about trauma and your perspective on trauma and how to help move through it? Yes, on a spiritual sense, I also do ancestral veneration because I do believe that a lot of the uh, traumas, fears, anger, 
that we hold in our body, it's also passed down by our DNA. So whatever trauma our ancestors had to endure, it's also within us, but also whatever strength, whatever qualities, whatever wisdom and intelligence they have is also in our DNA. So when we talk about these relational patterns um, in a family level or in a friendship level, I am able to pinpoint where where that's coming from with the help of the client. And, and that's a very rewarding part because you're not only healing yourself, you're healing up to 14 generations before you and 14 generations after you by breaking these generational uh, patterns. Wow. Just ima- I'm just imagining the, the ripple effect that that can have. All right. So in when yourself, we- In your children and oh, in the community. Yeah. Okay. So when, when you think about that, we have our soul in the whole idea of the soul or spirit living on being eternal and maybe having multiple lives as well. So when you think about that, as it relates to DNA and in the trauma that can come from our ancestry, how do all those pieces play together? Okay. In my perspective, right, this is a very personal opinion. I do believe that uh, the soul, which is the spirit got to pick a time and period to come here and do the work. And it picked this body, this current vessel, and I'm going to put myself as an example. And it picked this body and this current vessel. And within it is this nuts, energetic nuts that are in the DNA of this body. So what I'm doing here through coaching, through talking, through plant medicine, it's unraveling the energetic nuts. So the people that came before me from this body can be elevated, can be at peace because they are no longer, their imprint, the energy imprint is no longer causing uh, dense density in the present because it has been healed. That's the way I perceive it. Oh, wow. I mean, that is amazing. I have chills now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's an intense process, but it's, it's rewarding. Yeah. So how do you manage your own energy in that? Well, a lot of self-awareness, again, giving myself the time of day in the morning, my my daily routine came about after that time that I explained earlier, uh, you know, giving myself what I needed, asking for help when I needed it. Yeah. So we've talked about your journey and I'd love to hear more about you and your, your business. You, you've shared some here, but what's, what's next for you? What are you offering? Who are you working with? Well, it's very exciting. I recently relocated to the Houston area and, um, I do cacao ceremonies. I I co-facilitate with my friend, Mariel Velasquez. And that's one of the things that I love because it brings me close to the community. I'm also doing human design readings and uh, that's a pillar of my work because it, I found so much self-awareness with uh, human design that I, I want to teach to my clients and help them see their own aha moment and help them create experience, experiment the life that they desire through this uh, framework of human design. And so for my business going forward is offering the soul activation framework with the human design, with the Reiki, like you said, putting all the tools together. Because I do feel that it's not only the talking, it's the energetic work, it's the spiritual work that all comes together and helps you. You can see the progress within. Yeah. Some of the listeners might not know what human design is. Could you walk them through a definition, explain a little bit about it? Yes, definitely. So human design really changed 
my world. And it is a system that uh, has four things together. It has the Ayurveda system, Kabbalah, it has I Ching, and it has um, astrology. And with all those parameters, you're able to see yourself into this energetic being and understand how your energy works, understanding that we're all energy rather than matter, and how to honor that energy day to day, month to month, and into seasonal cycles. And that's what I help my clients figure out their own rhythm using these human design energy patterns so they can honor themselves, honor their body, and honor their energy. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. And for for everyone listening, I used to be a skeptic of anything astrology based because where are the numbers? (laughs) Where's the science to it? And I've fully been converted because I have never been so pinpointed. And I I have done a lot of assessments, a lot of behavioral uh, different tests and things to help me understand me and my personality. And I've done the Enneagram, I've done MBTI, I've done Viro B. There's a lot. (laughs) I could go on. But Nothing has pinpointed me in the same way human design has. And all you do is put in your birth information. So it's not even like any of your conditioning. None of that gets in the in the way of the results because it's just based on your birth. On your birth, on your time of, of day and, and everything. Yeah. Using cosmic design has been really a, a huge shift for me because, again, I also had that experience of like feeling seen. It's like, yes, this is exactly how I felt, but I didn't have the vocabulary. So being able to work with that and giving myself permission to rest more because of that uh, human design or work in the way that I work because of human design, that has been really empowering. So what, what I sometimes see when people get new tools like human design or some other personality label that they put on themselves what can sometimes happen is it disconnects us from our intuition as opposed to enhancing it. How do you how do you balance that with your clients to help them use it for them as opposed to to block them? So first, even though I may see the patterns, I may not mention them until they see them, right? Because again, awareness is how you can manage a lot of these things and recognizing these patterns is, is one thing. And you're right, the conditioning is there. And we all can be conditioned by what somebody else tells us. So being very mindful and aware of just introducing an idea, but knowing that it's not the no, no at all, that they have to go through the process and allowing that process within the coaching of questioning, okay, is it, there, is it really this or could it be something else? Yeah. So would you say when somebody works with you and they get their human design, is that who they are or is that a representation of who they are in this life? Like what's, is there a difference? Yes, it is. That is the most exciting part about human design. It's an experiment. It is a guideline so you can create the experiment of life that you desire. So it's whatever you feel like taking in and applying it or making it your own. That's the beauty of it. It's an experiment and you can go wrong because you're experimenting with your life and how exciting this. I'm creating my life. I'm creating this way of living. We are creating the experiment. And there's no way to mess it up. No. Why? Why would it be? You go in with the idea you're here to create it and have fun. And if not, you course correct. That's what coaching is all about too. You know, when, when we tell our clients, 
make the decision. It's okay. You have time to to change your mind or or or, or move in a different direction. That's the uh, beauty and the freedom of having somebody sharing these tools with you. It's giving you permission to no mess up, experience, have fun, do something different. Yeah, I I find. We can put so much pressure on ourselves into having to get it right or finding our purpose. They're needing to know all these answers to which is conditioning, by the way. Yes. Yes. Ah, yes. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah. So I I think this fits with what you're saying as well, but correct if, if it doesn't. This idea that our our purpose isn't something that we have to go find. It's something that's already within us. And we create it as we go on this experiment of life. Correct. One of the books that I was reading regarding human design, uh, the author freaks me right now that her name, but she said, just by being who you were meant to be here, you're already accomplishing your purpose. Hear that, folks? We can check that box. Yes. Just <laughs> now what do you want to do? Exactly. Yeah. Now what you want to do. And that's where the exciting part comes, because then you have all these new tools, newfound awareness. Where do I want to go? Nothing's stopping you. That's what I love about this this system and working with my clients and coaching them through it because you can get a reading and you're like okay this information kind of like makes sense but then it's with the weekly coaching with the weekly hey how is what is coming up because then it will be ingraining your conscious subconscious and then something will pop up and you're like wait where where is really coming on and those aha moments keep happening the more you work and integrate that new knowledge to your daily life yeah it's this idea that whether you work with the coach or not, or you do it on your own without a coach or in other ways, either way, you don't, you don't have to be aware of some secret knowledge that, that you're creating as you go. There's nothing that you're missing unless you think of that as being disconnected from yourself. But when you get tapped back into who you are, you really, you really can't mess this up. No, because in the spiritual world, we call this remembering who we are. We came here knowing fully well about what our purpose was. The more you do this, the more you uncover yourself, rediscover, again, rediscover yourself to see yourself through these new eyes. So what we could leave this saying is, okay, so why would I ever need a coach? If I've, if I've already checked that box, what's the point? Mm-hmm. And when I, when I think about that, what comes to mind is, it's what it's the life you want. What do you want to create with your life? If you want to explore your mind, if you want to connect with your body, if you want to try these spiritual and intuitive and mental and body-based techniques, that's when it's worth it. Then do it. Yes, let yourself be lit up by it. But never feel like you have to be coached in order to be fixed or to be whole or to be better because you're already there. I love that you say that. Yes, listen to that and preach that because it's correct. You, there's nothing wrong with you. You are already whole. You're just learning a new set of skills. And again, some people can learn them on themselves. And I give props to them because that's a lot of work and they can do the, all the research and integrate them. But the, for the folks that that do want the help, that want that guidance, that 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 body system to go along with the journey because it can get really lonely at times, then that's what we are here for as coaches. So what would you say to someone who's on the fence about getting a coach? I am of the position that things come to your life at the correct timing. And when the student is ready, the teacher shows up. So when you have a coaching program that you feel strongly about, that there's no bone in your body that is like, 
yeah, I, I feel good in it. Go for it. Because mm. sometimes maybe the ego trying to keep you safe. Hey. <laughs> yes, very true. And that's our opportunity to look within again and build that awareness and remember once more. Correct. And what about a coach? So if, if there are coaches out there listening to this, they're interested in the soul activation framework, but they're just not sure they're on the fence. What would you say to them? For me, it would be what resonates to you, what is important to you. And if you reading the description that lights up something within you, then that's the way to go. Because this program, it's really so beautiful and there's so many parts to it that the way that you describe it, like I said, the very first time, I, I knew I was in. So you're in it, you know it's going to be a, a, a good interaction and you just go for it. That's what I will tell them. Like just go for it. Allow you, give yourself permission to experience yourself in a new way. I love that you bring this back to intuition because that is what it what it's all about. Please. Is it possible for somebody to hear a yes from their intuition, but also still feel uncomfortable? Yes, actually, that is, we also touch upon that. Some uh, people in their human design that had that, um, that emotional, I call it an emotional authority. And there's ways to go through it. And the main way is you want to sit quietly in neutral. We want to get neutral. We want to get grounded. and we want to really feel wise, not think, we go back to the feeling why it's not a hundred percent and then go from there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thank you for bringing that up because I, I found that with, with many decisions where even if I feel uncomfortable, I need to know why, what is that emotion trying to tell me? Is it my ego disconnected from my soul? And so it's telling me no, or is it, is it guiding me away from something that isn't for me? Is it my ego connected to my soul saying, no, don't go that way. And so it comes back to that point of connection and who is leading the show because the ego is the one creating the emotions, not the soul, but we can use the emotions to get cues into what, what the wisdom is from them. And that's where spiritual coaching comes in. When you create these daily rituals, when you create the routines to sit with yourself and listen to it, it'll be easier to pinpoint and listen to the soul rather than, oh, the ego running the show. Yeah. Okay. So you've created this incredible brand, this incredible business for yourself. We've gotten to hear bits about it throughout, but I'd love for you to just share how can people work with you right now? Where can they find you? What's going on with that? Yes, so I'm on Instagram as SpectralWin102. I have a beautiful podcast where I share my spiritual journey and I share spiritual tools. It's called More Grounding, Less Grinding. So you guys can get a taste of my energy there. I work with people one-on-one in a four-week container where we go over the human, their human design and we go through um, how to integrate it. And I also have a separate container for people that are ready for more healing, that are going through, uh, that are more seasoned in the spiritual journey. And that's an eight-week chakra alignment program, also including human design. But this one includes Reiki and both include soul activation framework to let them connect with their souls. Mm. Thank you. I will include those links with the show notes. So everyone listening, you're able to find her on the podcast as well as these incredible offerings that she has as well. 
Thank you awesome. so much, Lisa. This was so much fun. Yes, thank you. Is there anything else you want to add before we wrap up today? No, if any coach is listening uh, and the Soul Activation Framework really touched you, I say go for it. It helped me so much, like I said, personally and in my business. And I you know it can serve you a lot too because we're coaching with soul, with, with the spirit. And I love this type of approach. Uh, yes, that's the whole point. I think there's a lot of certifications out there that'll tell us this is the way to do it. And the point is we're all here. We're all unique. We're all different. And that's on purpose. And so we want to be able to coach our way with soul. And so that's the whole point of the certification is to bring us back to ourselves from a soul-led place, not just ego disconnected from soul, but ego as advocate for soul as we coach. So thank you for for bringing that up as well. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. And if you loved what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. I help my clients to show up and do their work their way with soul. Whether it's so you can excel in your current role or so you can figure out what you want for your next role and get that role, coaching can help you get there. It begins with a consult. Sign up for yours by going to believeseed.com slash schedule. This is your free call and it is that first step towards that new life, that transformation into you doing your work in your way with salt.